catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. In December 2020, a report by the University of Toronto Citizen Lab titled Running in Circles, Uncovering the Clients of Cyber Espionage Firm Circles, showed how the telecom surveillance company Circles had deployed its platforms across Africa, helping state security departments to snoop on communications of opposition politicians, journalists and protesters. It would interest you to know that Circles is said to be connected with the Israeli-based NSO group, which became globally known for the Pegasus spyware scandal after it was reported to have been used to exploit a vulnerability in the popular WhatsApp to spy on opposition organizers in several countries in the world. Botswana, Nigeria, Zambia, Kenya, Zimbabwe, Equatorial Guinea, Morocco were all named in the reports I just mentioned. And you may not be aware, but these softwares that can spy on you are getting increasingly accessible to more people around the world, not just the government, but to individuals also. Yes, there are many apps that allow tracking for safety reasons. And these will not show any indication that the device is being tracked. But then these apps are usually to ensure maybe your kids arrive at their destination safely or keep an eye on an elderly parent that you have so they don't wander off, etc. And they are usually installed with consent. However, some apps can be installed on your device without your consent and surely without your knowledge. They're not only constantly tracking your location, but they can record your conversation, log your keystrokes, discover your banking information, send copies of your text messages, photos, videos, and all of these things can be done without you knowing. You may be checking your phone or your laptop or, you know, your resource to be sure that you don't have any spyware, but wait a bit, relax. Okay. They do not carry obvious names like phone or computer tracker. So how do you want to know? I hear that they carry more sophisticated names that blend in with your phone or your laptop like system UI advanced. But before you go about deleting some very essential apps on your devices, let us spend some minutes with someone who knows more about these things than we do. A senior software developer with Flux Tech Africa, Techie Oriname, will share some insight into what spyware is, how to find a spyware, what to do when you find one, and how to avoid or protect yourself from spywares. Good day, Techie. How you doing? It's good to have you back here. Hi, Tony. Good day. It's nice um, coming around again. Yes, 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 sure. Today we're talking about the app that spies or the one that sees or monitors you. Let's start with the basics. What is a spyware and what kind of spywares or what types exist? Okay, first we'll look at the term spyware. Uh, merely looking at the name, we already know that, okay, there's a spy somewhere. Mm -hmm. And then we have a where which is more like a location or a base so a spyware so a spyware is actually a type of a malicious software a malicious software is actually a software that that is bound to cause harm to your uh, computer um, it affects the device tracks both your online activities it, it can collect your personal data your personal information without even your knowledge or even your consent to them um, can gather information in many ways 
such as, um, like you mentioned, capturing things like keystrokes, your email address, your phone data, even down to your credit cards that are saved on your computer. So common signs that you can actually get to know that um, there's actually perhaps a, a spyware software on your computer are low performance. So the performance of your system become pretty, pretty slow. And um, you often experience this um, freeze. So using your laptop and suddenly it just stops working. So you have some issues with booting your computer or perhaps maybe you have difficulties connecting to the internet. So you might be experiencing this, it might not be spyware, but these are like common signs to show that yes, you actually have a malware on your computer. Yeah, I see. There was a time I saw someone and the person covered up the camera of the person's laptop. And I was like, oh, really? Why Why do you have to? And the person's like, oh, so this might be one way of getting in. But let's look at the types now, the types of spyware that exist or the kinds of spyware that exist. Because um, at least when we can when we can identify the types, then we can go into other ways of knowing this is how this type acts or this is how this type, you know, you find out that this is, you know, the characteristics of the type. But let's look at the types of the spyware that exists. Okay, looking at the types, I think I've actually made mention of some already. Um, we can look at password stealers. So this type of spyware actually gathers passwords from infected devices because of course, um, the devices have to be infected first with this software that does this harm and then they are able to steal up passwords from your browser. So by default, most persons are actually used to it. They go on the website, they input their email address or their username, input their password and try to log in and then the browser pops up something and say, um, hit save to save your password to the browser so you don't have to enter those details again mm -hmm. when you want to log in. And by the time you do that, your password is stored on your browser. Mm -hmm. And if your computer is affected with this malware, that password there, there's a very high tendency of it getting to um, the hacker or wow. the generator of the virus. Wow. The do, do you do you advise um, for for me not to save my passwords on websites? Like allow the website to save it and remember it. So there are lots of recommendations, and most people actually recommend that um, don't save your passwords on your browser. Because wow. there are risks attached to it, and this is one of its spyware. Wow. wow, interesting. Okay, okay, let's move on to other types. Okay, so um, they're actually able to steal things from your browser, including your maybe other information as well as the password, like we just mentioned. Um, okay. We can also look at banking trojans. So um, this spyware actually records credentials from banks and other financial institutions, um, like digital wallets. So data wallet is actually fast growing and looking at how the system works, it's quite similar to the regular banking operation, but there are now differences as people can actually log in directly to their own wallet without the need of maybe a token, a hardware token and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So it's actually um, a risk when your computer is affected to be logging into your wallet. Wow. And that automatically means they're logging into your money. Yes. <laughs> it's quite really, really risky because this malware can actually locate some um, security vulnerabilities in browsers and perhaps even tamper with the pages. So you might be heading to a website and you are quickly redirected to a page that looks like the same wallet account you are trying to do and 
the moment you input your details, it's more like saying they are spamming you. The moment you input your details on that particular page and you can't quickly take notice of the address bar or the URL you're actually visiting, you might just end up sending your details to the wrong person. Wow. Wow. That's interesting. Mind-blowing too. Okay. Okay. So we can look at keyloggers. Keyloggers are also um, another type. So keyloggers are, key are like most times, they're actually called system monitors. So, okay. Could you, could you break that down a bit? So someone who's, for someone who's hearing keyloggers for the first time, what, okay. what should the person have in mind? Okay. So keyloggers, look at keyloggers as a system monitor. Imagine someone is monitoring everything you are doing. So it's a type of spyware that records your computer activity down to your keystroke. If you hit um, an enter button, someone knows that you have entered the enter button. Anything you type, you type A, they know that you just typed A. You type 6 on your keyboard, they just know that you just pressed 6. So look at it as something that is actually monitoring every single activity you are carrying on down to the website you visit, your search history, the email correspondence, it can even take screenshots of your activities as well. So while you are working, you can take up screenshots and take up any kind of information. It's, it's that risky. Normally, yeah, either your phone or your computer, um, probably laptop or whatever, even if it's your mobile device, it has its own way of monitoring the activities you carry out on it, right? Yes, like that's your com- you can there's a place in your computer you could go to to check the activities you've carried out on the computer in the let's say past one day past 24 hours the same thing for mobile phones right that's that, correct that's correct right yes, that's correct so this this spyware does the same thing it does the only thing is it is now more um, advanced more advanced <laughs> and, and, more details. and you don't have control over it it's someone else that someone else can see the same details right perfect wow that's really interesting and it's even more than what even your computer can even show to you up to oh. all the strokes so imagine moving my mouse clicking on the button i know that i just used the mouse and i just clicked on something that's really wow that's that's really really I, you really don't want to know what these people can do with such information and um how far they can go with that information using that information for whatever they want to do now before the year 2020 um, when the news of some African countries spying on their citizens became public in Nigeria, everyone you know talked about you know WhatsApp spying and all. These things were only being spoken of in whispers. You know, people were like, "Ah, it's like that." Oh, oh, no, it's like, oh, no, it's not. We're not sure yet. We're not sure yet. So, how common are spywares now globally and on the continent? And are they really here in Africa? So for common in Africa, I would say not really. Okay. Not really so common here uh, because um, it actually needs more of technology. The more the technology, the more the risk of getting some resources out of mm-hmm. the space. And the spywares are actually extremely common. It's a very common cyber attack compared to other kinds of malware. Malware attacks. It's a very common type. And although in recent years, it has actually dropped to ransomware. Ransomware is a case where they take your data and tell you to pay and then and all that. Mm -hmm. And then crypto mining. Crypto mining has been all over the space because the crypto world is growing big, big, big and big. And people are actually using people's system to actually mine to actually mine currencies. So they actually use multiple systems. Unknowingly to them, they use your system for mining. I think so many cases have been recorded online. Some persons wow. have been arrested and all. But this 
spyware is really, really, really also really massive as one of the most common. Um, yeah, looking looking at the fact that I mentioned about five to seven African countries who have got some Israeli technology to monitor both the telecoms and some other areas of their citizens, you know, the lifestyle. Do you think there would be an increase in people monitoring other people, not just governments, but individuals? Should we be expecting an increase in it here around us um, anytime soon? I would say yes, because data is increasing. Because um, the more the data, the more information you can get out. So there are data all over the space and there are people looking for those data. And one of the major ways which you can get those data, if you can't actually pass through the normal process, is to actually um, hire someone who does it behind the scene without, um, without any consent. So I see, this, see, I see this increasing in coming years. I see this increasing in coming years. Okay, we've talked about how um, the kind of information they take, you know, how they can take screenshots, how they can um, read your messages. Uh, but Teki, how bad really is it? And how bad can it get? Okay, so we are talking about the risk, risk factor now. And then uh, I will actually say there are two major major risks associated with spyware. And um, the major problem with spyware is that it steals your personal information. I can actually put you at risk for identity theft, which is very, mm. very, very risky. Wow, okay. And okay. of course, I actually made mention that I can assess your browsing history, your email accounts, your logins, your banking, your shopping. Imagine all of these in one person's fingers, fingertip. Uh, it's really, really risky. That's like controlling your life because right now everyone's, <laughs> everyone has a digital life. <laughs> like, and, and sometimes some people will spend more time um, on the internet uh, and connected devices than they even spend, you know, with other human beings and doing other, having other physical activities. I, I was checking uh, my phone, um, I think a, a few days ago, and I saw the number of hours I spend on each app and the time I spend, whether it's in the morning or it's in the afternoon, I was like, oh, so this is how much time I'm spending on this app. This is, and I, I started to rethink a lot of things. So if you have someone who, has information about these things and also have has access to these apps that you have access to. You could just imagine what damage the person could do. It's mind-blowing. <laughs> wow. Okay, that's really, really bad. But now I'm curious, Tekin, how do these spyware come about infecting my computer or my phone? So um, first I'll say downloads. Downloads are like one of the major ways where your computer can actually get infected. And by here, any kind of virus. here we go again. The last time, <laughs> <laughs> the last time we talked about uh, um, how your your laptop can get hacked. You know, one of the major ways that you mentioned was through downloads. And downloads, you mean downloads from the internet, right? Very well. Let's let me not cut you short. Continue, please. So um, there are lots of websites. Just same way we mentioned the last time when we we're talking about the um, Trojan, um, we have websites that shows you lots of pop-ups and can even trigger an automatic download. So, And we have lots of browsers that give you the option to say when you are downloading, automatically download or ask me before you save and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And those those informations can seem, I can just say, why do you have to ask me all the time? Why don't I just apply it and 
anytime I want to download, just download to my device and without asking me. But yeah, there are risks attached to it. Wow. There are some platforms that you just log onto and then it starts downloading. It starts downloading something and after showing you a pop-up and all that, you might just end up downloading a file that that you ought not to download. It might come with a name that is very familiar with you. It might be a browser. There are sometimes you want to download the software and it downloads like maybe additional two other softwares. Sometimes if you are not downloading that from the official source, it's pretty risky. Mm-hmm. It's really, really risky. That's like one of the major ways, downloads, file downloads. Okay, okay. Any any other ways besides file downloads? They are all associated actually. Okay. Now let's look at um, fixed softwares. So imagine we spoke about spyware today and then people go out and research and say, man, I heard about spyware. I think it's time to secure my computer. Let me go online and download one spyware so I can keep myself secured. And then on doing that, you just downloaded a fake anti-spyware program. Whoa. In fact, an anti-spyware program is not spying on, on you. you. Yeah. Mm. So it's really risky. Ensure any software you're downloading, you are actually on the official website. It's very important. Ensure you're on the official website. No fake downloads. So, so, so that there won't be a, any point where you use your money to buy what will kill you. Or you use <laughs> like, <laughs> like you authorize you know them to do whatever needs to be done to you yourself. And they didn't even they didn't push for it. They didn't they didn't need to do any ad. They didn't need to you know. You, you just go all out yourself. for them and you get them in yourself. You bring them in yourself. Wow. This is really interesting. Now, um, let, let's talk about mobile device spyware. Um, spyware. Um, you, this, this, um, you mentioned it here as a type of spyware too. Could you talk more about it? So over the years, there have been lots of apps on even the official Google Play Store the Apple app stores and all and all. But um, I think uh, if you have been following the trend the past two years, there have been lots of apps that have been taken down by these stores. Sorry. Mm-hmm. There have been lots of apps that have been taken down by these stores. Yeah. And there have been lots of reports. There are apps that um, they say, yes, they do what they do, but behind the scene, perhaps they mine cryptocurrency with your device, causing harm to your phone. They steal some certain data from your phone without your consent and all that. And they have some malicious code attached to them. There have been lots and lots of reports about this. So I would say, yes, we always advise to get apps from the official store, which is Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. But also keep vigilant, stay updated, always try and be updated on text news because it's very important. There may be some report that says this app app is taken out from the store, kindly on the store, it does this arm, it does this arm. But if you are not updated, you might have that on your phone and you keep using it, you not knowing that the app is actually causing um, a major arm to your device and your personal data as well. So it's very important to always ensure that you get apps from the official store. Because if you are getting app from a third party, it can be verified by um, the Google Protect um, team. It can be verified by them and all that. So it's pretty, pretty, pretty much risky. So it's always advisable get apps from the app store and always stay updated to current updates on apps generally that you have. On your device very 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 important always stay updated with the latest information so that when they say oh you know what this app you need to take it down you won't keep using in fact that's the time when you now start using the app more and more and then it really do harm and damage to you well take it when 
I find out that you know there's a spyware on my device. Just like the person I mentioned who covers the camera of his laptop. You know, I'm thinking of doing the same thing for my phone camera too, just in case. So <laughs> I don't know. So what can I do if I find um, that I have spyware on my device, either my my smartphone or my laptop? Okay, first of all, I'll say if um if you actually went through, let's say a a news update or a news release or an alert that yes, take out these apps if you have them. They actually spying on you or they have some um, some malicious code attached to them that performing some harm to your device. I think the first thing you should do is to uninstall and remove them immediately, even <laughs> before asking questions. Take it out immediately, and then you can actually go for more research and ensure that you're actually safe. And I would say if you suspect a spyware on your device, don't don't hesitate. Don't hesitate. Just take it down. And I would advise you get a powerful cybersecurity program and always ensure you scan your devices maybe once a month or twice in a month or whichever way you want to do it. But just ensure that your devices are always scanned like regularly to ensure that you're actually pretty safe. Yeah, so if, if for example, I'm, I'm using a laptop or I, I'm using my phone, like two examples, when I get to settings, where do I go to to find the apps that are on my phone so that I'll be sure that I actually have, you know, uninstalled them and deleted them because I don't want things like that. Where do I go to my phone? Where do I go to on my laptop device to find out that this is exactly what it is? Okay, so primarily when you navigate to settings, on the list of items you find on the settings, there's apps. Um, upon clicking on apps, you are going to see all the apps on your system, including system apps. So when I mean system apps, I mean the apps that came with your phone itself. Even the settings is an application on its own. So you are going to find lots of apps. Upon selecting it, you are going to see options to uninstall, to stop the app from running. So please just uninstall it. Okay, okay. How about a, a laptop? Okay, for a laptop, um, there is a section called Control Panel. So when if you are using Windows, there's a Start button or a Windows button by the top left corner. And on um, Windows 10, there's a new release that's taken to the middle. So, and so when you navigate to the Control Panel, in clicking on that icon, you are going to see Control Panel. Click on it, you are going to see on install a program just below the programs. Um, the programs list there. Uh, clicking on uninstall a program, you're going to see a list of all the softwares on your computer. So kindly select the affected software and uninstall it. Beautiful. Now, we don't want to get to this point where we are going to be spied on. We don't want to get to the point where we're going to have spywares. How can I protect myself and my devices? And how can I prevent any spyware at all from getting into my device? Okay, so first to say, of course, there are many spyware, anti-spyware programs on the market that can actually scan your computer and detect a spyware when one comes in immediately and actually maybe block it and all that. Um, but I would say get a trusted anti-spyware program. Ensure you get it from the official website or the official um, the official store or whichever way, um, whichever um, store the app is available on. So yeah, sure you so get it from a trusted source. Yeah, that two things. Ensure you get a verified anti-spyware and also ensure you know of one and you get that one that you know of, the verified one from their official Store. store very important because if you important. if you know of one and you're not getting it from the official platform where you're supposed to get it from that might be a problem and if you do not you know you know 
know the verified ones, like, you know, research and find verified ones, you may just be, you know, infecting yourself automatically. So let's, I just wanted, you know, to, to make sure we have that emphasized upon. Yes. And then um, the second thing, you know, I made mention of browsers. Um, I made mention of browsers. So yes. I've made mention of browsers a lot today. So I'll talk about adjusting your browser security. Mm. So we spoke about where um, there are some options that tells you automatically download files or ask maybe for saving and all that. So adjust your browser to a very um, standard security level. If you, if you notice some things that can actually come into your computer and you're allowing that, at free will, I won't just advise that. I would say you select the option to ask first. So when it asks you, you can actually confirm before actually approving, or if you are not approving, you can actually also cancel that. Yeah, just hold your thoughts a bit. So you mean emphasis too on this, because it's very important, yes. I think it's serious. From passwords to file downloads to software, anything at all that's, that is get coming into your phone or your laptop, whatever device you're using, it should request and ask you and then you approve at every point in time. Not the any time at all. Just don't worry. Just download. Just come in, come in. You don't need to knock here, my friend. Just enter into the house. So every time you should change your settings to make sure that there is no don't ask me again. Right? That's exactly. that's what you mean. Yes. Okay. Okay. Let's continue. All right. So I would say a very important one, uh, which is very, 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 um, it's in fact everywhere now, is um, pop-ups. When you go on some websites, you tend to see lots and lots of pop-ups. Please don't trust any pop-up at first. Ensure you are very sure before interacting with one. Ensure you are sure of what you are seeing before interacting with one. Pop-ups have moved from a very <laughs> a very a very nice way to a very convincing and different ways these days there are lots of purpose that we see we just navigate and the next thing boom your screen is filled up with lots of things and you don't even know where to start from please don't trust pop-ups um if you are not okay with whatever is stated on the pop-up there is always an option um an x there's an x button at most times the top right corner that you can just click on to close up that pop-up or if there's a button that says close, please close it if you don't understand the contents on the pop-up. <laughs> you know, this, very important. This this point you just made now, I've I've had some issues with this before. And sometimes you find that some of these pop-ups don't have a clearly defined close button. It might be based on the color, um, the way the colors are mixed. The X button or the close button might be... I don't know how do I describe it. It might be invisible, like it might be very, <laughs> it might not be clear. So you're searching and saying, where exactly should I close this? Thing? And you're like, let me just click on this pop up. And from there, <laughs> let me. And that can be very, very damaging. Very, very damaging. So, how about when you really cannot find the close button? Like sometimes I've I've really had that. What do I do? Close the page? Yes, I think I've, I've experienced that as well, where I saw a pop up and I couldn't find a close button. I was looking Thank for the X. Thank God it's not just me. <laughs> I was looking for the X. So what I did was perhaps I tried refreshing the page. I said it again. And of course, I had to close the tab. Wow. Okay. Okay. That so no matter how, how important that information or that tab is, it is not worth risking your device and your safety and your personal information for, right? Yeah, for me, it's not worth risking mine. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. Any more tips? Yeah, I would say practice internet safety. So there are lots of malware, there are lots of spyware, and I often delivered even 
via links, attachments, maybe emails from unknown senders. Um, so be very sure of what you're clicking. So even if you send me a link now, I'm going to look at it. I mean, just go and make research about that name first before even actually coming back to actually click on it. And I think, yeah, that should be a very good practice by most persons. Man, thanks a whole lot. Thank you very, very much. It's been a very educating and insightful and also interesting time. We've been speaking with Techie, senior software developer with Fluxtech Africa. He has shared his thoughts and his insights very, very wonderful and timely uh, for this digital age, which a lot of us are very new to. Thanks for the time and for the insight shared today, Techie. All right, thank you. Remember to always stay safe and protect yourself both offline and online. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com.